Hello again, and welcome to the Global Fly Fisher podcast. At long last, I may say, for reasons that I will cover later on. My name is Martin Jorgensen, I'm one of the Global Fly Fisher partners, and uh, I have been doing many of the, these podcasts uh, during the last year or so, but uh, unfortunately have uh, had some problems with my recording gear. One of the uh, recorders was stepped on by a cow, actually, so that was some story which I might return to. But right now, as you may guess, I have bought myself a new recorder, and um, as you may hear if you've been following these podcasts, uh, this is actually uh, a gizmo that can record in a in a substantially better quality than the recent re- recent ones I used. So uh, hopefully this is going to increase the quality, technical quality at least, of the podcasts. The uh, the content will be the same basically. So. If you liked it back then, hopefully you will still like it. And if you if you didn't like it, well, there's a good chance that you won't like what I'm going to do in the future. But never mind that. As you can hear, I'm by the water. You can hear the waves in the background. Uh, you may know that I'm a coastal fisher and fish a lot of the coast on the coast of uh, Denmark, mainly for sea trout, but also for other species. Uh, garfish and mullet and what have you. Um, the trip that uh, cost me a, a, an MP3 recorder was actually a trip for mullet, uh, or wound up being a trip for mullet, where I where I caught my first mullet um, ever. I've hooked quite a few, and on that trip I actually hooked, um, I think, four or five of them, four of them, I think, and... Uh, I managed to land one, which was the first one that I ever landed. Mullet are quite a, a difficult fish to hook properly because they uh, they are uh, difficult to set the the hook in. Uh, they have hot mouths and uh, uh, very very hard lips, and and for some reason the rest of the mouth is quite soft. So you sometimes just set the hook and they they come loose again. So. Uh, I was really happy. Mullet are extremely strong fish and um, and also uh, very tasty. I actually brought home the one that I caught because we we saw so many. We had thousands of fish around us and uh, I was together with a couple of friends and everybody hooked mullet and uh, my good friend Henning also, also managed to land one. And we saw so many fish you wouldn't believe it. The water was literally boiling around us. So that was pretty pretty decent and, and, and a lot of fun. Um, unfortunately we left our gear on the on the beach. My backpack with recording gear and camera and spare rods and what have you and our lunch packs and our all our stuff and the place that we fished is a place where you have a lot, lot of young cows running around and these cows Obviously, found a lot of interest in our in our gear and uh, managed to to poke around in that and step on ruts and step on backs and eat the lunch and what have you. And one of the things that they stepped on 
stopped was my recorder so that was the end of that it uh, it still works but the display is broken and I can tell you it's not really easy to to operate without a display so um, it died and um, I had to take a long break in the recording of uh, of these podcasts but now I have a new recorder and we are ready to go again Well, as I said, I'm just walking along the beach now at uh, one of the places that we have fished. If not quite a bit, then at least before. Um, it's been a, a, a rough uh, few days here with uh, with very, uh, very uh, great variation in the weather. Uh, I did uh, manage to get out yesterday and uh, we had what I would call storm. At least very, very rough winds, but uh, still... Um, we were two guys fishing together and we managed to land uh, uh, four fish and lose one so um, uh, nice sea trout not big ones but decent ones in a, in a good uh, size and uh, and uh, we had great fun the water was absolutely perfect it was just the wind that was extremely rough actually I man- managed to to yell a couple of times just in in sheer frustration over not being able to stretch out my back cast and I was fishing a, a six seven weight which in my book is a is a heavy rod so uh, it was tough work I can tell you uh, but uh, we had a great time and, and uh, just a few hours of fishing uh, as, as it's been said so many times it's a lot better to be out and, and fish a bad day fishing is better than any day actually in in the office or or even uh, in, in at home, it's always great to be out. So um, we had fun. And today the weather is mm, much the same. It's cloudy, a bit rainy right right now. It's actually raining, but uh, uh, the wind is a lot more calm. So uh, it's actually going to be uh, possible to fish um, uh, without straining your arms and, and having to yell, I hope. Um, and uh, in a moment I'm going to drop in into the water and, uh, and, and give it a few casts. I've been walking uh, along the beach here just scouting and I've seen nothing. But uh, I can see a nice dark band running along outside the sand here. Um, and uh, I think I'll strive out there and, and just give it a, a, a few casts and, and see what, uh, what it leads to. Uh, my new uh, MP3... Uh, Thingamajig here uh, is uh, pretty sensitive to uh, to noise from uh, from uh, being touched. It, it's got built-in microphones, and that means that I might not be able to record while I'm fishing. I'm definitely going to give it a try. That has been the the way that I've done things before, and I hope I can do the th- the same way in the future. Meaning that that you can actually uh, go with me into the water and and have fun while I'm casting, and and probably or maybe even catching a few fish but um, as I said I don't really know whether that is possible or not because of, of the noise uh, from the microphones if it's, if, if it's not working I'm I'm just going to edit it out uh, and uh, get a hold of a, of a separate microphone this uh, thing has a, a, a jack for a, 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 an external microphone and I just need to get one that is uh, of a decent quality and uh, 
if that's uh, possible, I will definitely try to, to bring you fishing uh, with me. For right now, it's just uh, into the water and we will see where this leads and uh, hopefully uh, be able to, to catch a, a fish or two. fishing for about 30 minutes or so and not felt anything but uh, a bit of seaweed haven't seen anything and uh, it doesn't really seem like the place is boiling well you never know of course I could have possibly fished over a ton of fish I know I don't know that uh, I think uh, I think I generally spook a lot more fish than I see when I just go blind fishing but uh, that's another story. It's a really nice day compared to yesterday. It's uh, it's just calm and nice, and the water is beautiful, and uh, it's uh, easy casting, and uh, everything is uh, is as it should be, except for the fact that I I don't catch any fish. So uh, we'll see what it leads to. Let me just grab a, a picture here. Oops. Um, I want to show you this recording thing. Um, kind of a self-portrait thingy. Look at this. Ah, there you got it. I'll take it close to my my mouth so it's on my face so that you can see it. That's the gizmo. And uh, maybe a, a close-up of the thing in the water here, or rather close to the water. Hopefully not in the water yet. Uh, I hope it will last me a, a couple of years before I manage to um, to drop it in the water. So it's quite sensitive. I can hear. I actually, you heard my voice going down a bit. That's because I put the camera between myself and the recorder. So, uh, well, I think it's. Uh, it seems like it's a it's a good little gadget, and I. I I certainly hope that will lead to many, many podcasts in the future. I will at least bring it and, and record them, and uh, hopefully there will be some uh, good results. All right. Right now I'm dragging my fly behind me. I'm actually snagging quite a bit here uh, because I'm fishing an intermediate line, and uh, and that um, that means that uh, I, uh, I hit the bottom occasionally and uh, just... Uh, just uh, get stuck there so I think I'll try to uh, put the recorder somewhere in my in my pocket or somewhere and try to record while I'm I'm fishing and uh, as I said I have no idea whether that will work or not so um, you might not hear me fishing in the in the next part of this podcast uh, uh, if it doesn't work I'll just go uh, ashore and uh, uh, record there so let me see what I can do yeah as you can hear 
the clothes uh, are pretty noisy here and uh, I don't really know whether this is audible or not. Uh, I have earplugs and I can hear myself at least so there should be a chance that you can hear me. Um, I don't know whether it will be too noisy in the in the long run but uh, at least I'm gonna try. While I get out off this fly which is stuck somewhere in the in the uh, seaweed and rocks down here uh, I'll just have to maneuver myself a bit closer see where I wound up somewhere down there my line is on the bottom now one of the big disadvantages of fishing a, a, a line that sinks just a bit is actually that as soon as you stop fishing uh, it just sinks and goes to the bottom and uh, in these parts of the world in the ocean where I'm standing right now there's a lot of weed and and rocks and stuff on the bottom and that means that uh, it tangles so I managed to get my fly out here Let's see what we can do about the line. That seems to be coming too. Okay. I can hear quite a bit of noise here, so I will have to, probably will have to find some other way of, uh, of getting that mic to, uh, to, um, to not pick up that much noise. Um, you may just... I don't know whether I want to leave this line out again and pick it up again. Let me just rewind it here and then if you will indulge me, I'll just try to rearrange that microphone and see what I can do about the noise. It's, uh, it would be nice if I was able to record with the, with the recorder itself and nothing else. No, not too many cables and stuff like that, but uh, well, I'll just... Uh, pick up the, the fly here. One thing that I'm, I just might mention now that I'm picking up the fly is just a, a small thing that I've noticed. I've just been fishing with a lot of people on, uh, on the Global Fly Fisher Summit and uh, one thing I noticed was that a lot of people actually put their fly in the, in the hook rest that you can find on many, um, on many fly rods and uh, and then uh, wind up the the line right like I'm doing now but uh, actually if you put your fly in one of the uh, one of the uh, rings on your fly rod a bit up the fly rod and uh, and then uh, guide the leader down around the reel and um, and uh, tighten it then you actually have the advantage of not uh, pulling the leader into the um, into the tip top and that means if you suddenly need to cast again and get out the uh, get out the, the the fly in a hurry, you can actually just uh, un, um, unwind or whatever, uh, just take off the the leader that is wound around the the reel, and uh, usually I can just uh, tap the fly rod a couple of times and the fly will fall off into the water. And since I already have about a couple of feet of fly line out the uh, of the tip top, I can actually start casting right away. Uh, I don't need to work out any any line in order to get the the rod loaded. I just uh, I just start casting, and uh, um, because the uh, because the, the the of the of the placement of the the hook rest, which is usually just above the uh, the handle, 
mostly you will actually have the leader going into the tip top and you, you, will, you will have the disadvantage of not having a fly line out and also have the disadvantage of uh, getting a bend on your, on your leader actually. Uh, in many cases uh, you, just get, uh, you just get kind of a, a small angle on your leader because it, it, it's pretty tight up there. So, well, small thing that I just got thinking of. Um, yeah, let me th see if I can rearrange this uh, recorder and, and, and get something better out of this. Excuse me. As you can hear, as soon as I get it out, you get a lot better quality of sound and, uh, and a lot less noise, which is probably the best way of doing things. But I would like to be able to uh, record while I'm fishing and casting, and uh, I'm not quite done experimenting with that yet. So let me see if an, an, an outside pocket here can do it, uh, just before I have the recorder in my inside pocket. And uh, I also try to uh, fiddle around with different settings on the recorder, which has four microphones built in, and I, uh, I actually only use two of them right now. So it might, it might do the trick if I do like this. This is also an option. Again, you can hear the quality. Uh, you can't hear me, can you? No, I don't think this is the way to go. I don't think so. I think what I have to realize is that uh, recording means, as it is right now, that I need to hold the recorder in my hand. And there will be no recording and fishing at the same time. Not today, at least. That, for that, I will need an external microphone. Too bad. Well, let me make my way to the beach and uh, and take a break. Go say hello to the dog who's patiently waiting for me just behind me, and um, and return to you with um, maybe the story of our Global Fly Fisher Summit, which took place just uh, the previous uh, weekend. Yep, I'm back on the beach and uh, the recorder is out of the pocket, so uh, I will head back to my my backpack and pour myself a cup of coffee and um, and tell you the story of the Global Fly Fisher Summit. The summit was uh, something which actually sprang from an idea. Um, fostered by uh, Branislav. Branislav, also known as Vanush, is uh, 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 quite an active member of our forum. He's uh, from Czechoslovakia, actually, and uh, but lives in uh, in Denmark. And he's uh, fishing a bit on the coast, and uh, we've been uh, meeting a couple of times. And uh, last year, he suggested that. Uh, the Global Fly Fishers should arrange some kind of get-together um, meeting of, uh, of people who wanted to fish and uh, just uh, be together and uh, socialize a bit. And I grabbed the idea, actually, and started working on a, on a venue that I, I named the, the Global Fly Fisher Summit. And that uh, evolved into... Uh, 
a meeting of some 20 anglers on the Danish island uh, Fyn, which, uh, wow, I see a, a skull here. There's a skull on the, on the beach here, which is actually the skull of a porpoise, the small whale that we have quite a lot of around here. Nice. You can see the the upper jaw and the and the the front and the eyes and the well that was nice a, a porpoise skull. Well, sorry about that. Well, as I said, it uh, it um, wound up being a, a, a small meeting of uh, of some twenty people from uh, Germany, from Denmark. From we had a guy from Iceland. We had Vanush from from the Czechoslovakia and we had uh, quite a few nations uh, represented there and it was quite successful we fished on uh, the Danish island Fyn which is really a good place to fish if you want to catch some sea trout and uh, everybody caught fish and uh, some caught many and we caught some some nice big ones too and uh, had a great time all together and it was quite obvious that we had to repeat the arrangement again this year so uh, we um, I, I actually started setting up a, a Global Fly Fisher Summit 2007 already uh, I don't know, three, four months ago or something like that and uh, again we had quite a crowd um, this time uh, all the people from last year except for quite few actually three or something signed up again so we had all almost all the, the guys who were there last year came again and on top of that we had another 20 people so altogether we were about 35 or something this year i just need to get my pack here if you excuse my my moaning no so and altogether we were some 35 people that met up we lived at the same hostel that we lived on uh, at last year, Odense Dan Hostel, which was a really nice place. They did very well for us last year and, and this year again uh, with uh, nice rooms and uh, a very clean, uh, nice place. Uh, lots of uh, lots of good service, uh, a nice dinner Saturday night. And this year we actually had them prepare us lunch packs too. And, uh, and it was just, just great, nice, nice place in the center of Odense which is the largest town on the island Fyn. And um, a very good starting point for fishing. We can almost go to all parts of the island within half an hour or 40 minutes. So, um, And this year we had uh, quite a crowd. <laughs> I must say it was really, really nice. We had, uh, we had people from, from Denmark, of course, even though they were ab- actually the minority, I think, uh, Vanush was there again from Czechoslovakia. Uh, Atli from uh, from Iceland. He lives in Denmark. He didn't travel here from Iceland, but anyhow, Janne and uh, Frederick from Sweden. Eric uh, uh, from Norway. Uh, Mindukas and uh, Rolandas from uh, Lithuania and. Uh, Kristaps and his friend Maris, I think was his name, from Latvia. So, um, and, and Germans by the score. Uh, Frank, Kai, Paul, who have we? Um, well, as I said, I can't mention everybody here. We were quite a few people in. And we had a great time. It was just so great. We had had really some rough weather just uh, the week before. 
we um, we had to meet in the uh, at the summit and and um, on the Friday where a lot of people met and fished together we had rain and and really hard wind and uh, and rough water and, and rough weather but uh, on the other hand we caught a lot of fish and, and had a great time um, but Saturday and Sunday were just like wow Indian summer 20 degrees centigrade uh, calm and clear water and just the most gorgeous days you can imagine um, Unfortunately, that meant that fishing went down quite a bit. The the activity was a lot better on the day with the rough weather than it was on the day with the with the nice weather. But uh, well, you know, people sat around, talked, and had a great time, and uh, we had a lot of fun, uh, just uh, chatting and taking pictures. And uh, well, there were quite a few fish caught, but not nearly as successful as, as last year. Uh, quite. A number of, of people actually managed to go through the weekend without catching anything, which was too bad because it's always fun to catch fish. But I think I didn't say goodbye to one individual who didn't say, see you next year. So I, I guess that the scene in that light, the, the summit was actually quite a, quite a success. I had a great time, um, really a nice time. And I think that's the case with uh, with most of the participants, if if not all. So there will be a, a summit again next year, no doubt about it. Um, I think we will maintain the the same uh, scheme, the same model, the same setup, uh, live the same place, and uh, probably also fish some of the same locations and. Uh, the only thing that will be different is that I think I will have to limit the number of participants uh, because uh, getting close to 40 people means uh, not only a lot of work and unfortunately most of that work is on my shoulders even though I had great help from, from Ripley and, and from Branislav um, and, and from a few other friends but it is a, quite a lot of work there's a lot of coordination uh, involved uh, and also uh, when you get to about 35, 40 people, uh, you kind of lose count. Um, it, it's just in my, my little brain can't cope with all these names. I, I think I remember all the names from, from this year, but had there been like 50 people or even more, I would have no chance of remembering everybody. Also... Uh, there's not really time to get to chat to everybody, which is too bad because you want to meet people. I mean, uh, I, I had very little time to talk to the Latvians, for instance, uh, which was too bad. They had traveled quite far and and um, and and really seemed like a couple of very nice guys. We said hello and we just uh, exchanged a few words, but uh, they were eagerly fishing and... Uh, uh, and stayed out late on the Saturday, and unfortunately had to leave early on the on the Sunday. So uh, that meant that we didn't really get a time to to talk. Uh, other people I spent a lot of time with, but uh, as I said, uh, even though you try to get all the way around and talk to everybody, it's it's difficult in in th- two or three days when when you have thirty five people to co- to cover. So next year, well. If you want to go there, you you'll have to uh, to sign up uh, as soon as possible, and and I think I will make it the rule that people who attended before will have a 
a first uh, first choice, and uh, and uh, the remaining uh, the remaining places will be um, will be advertised, and uh, then you can sign up on a first come first served basis, um, and uh, we will try to limit the the whole setup uh, to a reason reasonable number of pictures, or sorry, people, uh, depending on the depending on the interest. I think uh, about 35 to 40 will will be it, and and, and uh, when uh, when we have that many signups, uh, the list will be closed. So, and I think the next uh, summit, as I said, will be the the same setup. Uh, we will meet in Denmark, and uh, and uh, we will fish uh, the coast, which has been uh, uh, really nice. I hope someday to be able to set up a summit, for instance, in the U.S. or other places uh, and have uh, some stream fishing because I I think that would be really, really nice. Uh, Meet up somewhere in the Midwest or something and and fish maybe in Steve's home state, Colorado or or in uh, in, um, the New York area where Bob Petty lives. and uh, try to do something along the same lines, but uh, as it is right now, I can't really see myself trying to uh, trying to arrange anything uh, 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 on that distance. But uh, I hope to be able to do that someday. But anyhow, as I said, the summit was a great, great, great uh, venue, and I'm definitely going to post. Uh, a lot of pictures and a lot of uh, uh, and some text and some you know people's reactions uh, and if you go to our forum there is a, a GFF summit forum that you can actually um, go into and already now see see pictures of uh, of people and uh, and fish and uh, and situations and hear comments from uh, the different uh, participants so i think that wraps it up for the the summit on this podcast and uh, I'm now going to pour myself a, a cup of coffee and, and just sit and, and relax and watch the water and see whether uh, something uh, will will show uh, or or whether I'll just have to sit and and look or maybe uh, go back and blind fish blind fish a bit more. We'll see. Um, coffee, important, very important. I'll dig out a cup of coffee. As always, the coffee uh, that you drink on the on the bank is really really nice for some reason everything tastes better when you're when you're out in the free uh, the coffee the food the barbecue whatever oh sorry about that quite a bit of noise from my from my phone here it's just uh, uh, I'll have to remember to shut that off I had the same problem last with the last one that I had actually uh, I always carry the phone with me on the on the on the trips here because uh, it's really nice to be able right now I'm with uh, with Jens and Jens has just walked uh, a mile the other way you know we're quite uh, far apart so it's always nice to be able to contact each other when when something happens Um, um, 
So usually I keep it on, but uh, with the recording going, I have to remember to shut it off because it's uh, it's quite a bit of noise. Um, when whenever uh, uh, whenever the you know a message ticks in or the phone rings or anything like that, so well, I'm sorry about that. Nevertheless, everything tastes better on the beach, and uh, I think I've had my coffee now, and uh, that's uh, that's about it for this time. I think um, we've uh, just been fooling around with the new recorder, and uh, if everything is uh, as good as I hear it in my uh, my uh, earplugs where I monitor the recording, I think we are in for some great experiences with uh, with this recorder. Uh, and I will definitely uh, bring it um, whenever I uh, I go fishing and try to record as often as possible. I'll also see if I can get my hands on a decent external microphone, uh, which will enable me to record while I'm fishing. Uh, if that that's not the case, I'll just have to uh, I'll have to record when when taking a break or you know holding the the recorder in my hand, which is definitely the best uh, quality that I've obtained today so um, well until then uh, you will have to uh, remember to go fishing and enjoy yourselves and uh, don't work too much uh, it's never a good idea any any excuse you can make to go fishing use it and go out there and in, enjoy life and uh, catch some fish uh, any reactions uh, to the podcast please feel free to mail me uh, I have a couple of suggestions that got in last year for, for things to cover um, and I have a, a few uh, subjects that I want to cover myself and I will definitely try to to get around to uh, to talking about um, about these subjects uh, amongst others I've uh, uh, thought about talking about leaders I actually started recording a a podcast about fly reels and uh, and 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 I also want to cover photography and a lot of other things. Um, uh, as I said, I also have a couple of, of suggestions uh, on my ma- mail back home, and um, and I'm definitely going to uh, dig out those and uh, and try to use this new um, recorder to uh, to uh, do something on on those subjects Uh, but until then enjoy yourselves Um, have a nice time and uh, this is goodbye from the global fly fisher podcast uh, and uh, martin jorgensen signing off for today take care bye bye
That was track number 12 from the album Siri Adoro by The Headroom Project from Magnatune.com. <laughs> 